Fight Podcast, hosted by Sergio Vicente. The Fight Podcast is brought to you by Sage Eats. Sage Eats is a Chicago-based healthy meal prep and fitness mentoring company. They deliver healthy, organic, custom meals directly to your home or office. For those of you not in Chicago, Sage Eats also offers online fitness mentoring where your personal fitness mentor will send you four weeks worth of workouts that are customized to your body and your goals. Your mentor is available seven days a week to answer questions and offer support. Sign up for Sage Eats at W www.sageeatschicago.com. Apply promo code FIGHT for 20% off your first three months. Now here's your host of the FIGHT podcast, Sergio Vicente. Oh. <laughs> what up? Welcome, welcome to the FIGHT podcast, your weekly combat sports and culture podcast. I'm Serge Vicente, and we have a fun show for you today. Today, I'll be breaking down this week's prospect alert and answering questions on your turn to talk. Remember, the Fight Podcast is brought to you each and every week by Sage Eats. Sage Eats offers healthy meal prep and fitness mentoring. Sign up for Sage Eats at sageeatschicago.com. Apply promo code FIGHT for 20% off your first three months. Remember to follow the Fight Podcast on all social media platforms at the Fight Podcast and follow me at Serge Vicente. Support the show by checking me out on the website, thefightpodcast.com. Subscribe, listen, rate, share. The Fight Podcast is currently on iTunes and SoundCloud. Yes! Welcome once again to episode 45 of The Fight Podcast. I'm Serge Vicente and it is a beautiful Friday here in Chicago. I hope that you have all had a great week. This week, <laughs> this week in MMA has been eventful, to say the least, man, with the the trades with the UFC and 1FC, 1FC's card that happened this morning, the big UFC fight night uh, headlined by Anthony Smith and Volkan Oznamir. There's so much going on. There's still nonsense going on with Conor McGregor and Khabib from the fallout of UFC 229. And just there's been so much, man. So um, there's been a lot. If you have not had an opportunity to check it out already, go ahead and check out episode 44 of the Fight Podcast. I go ahead and break down all of the fight news of the week with boxing as well as MMA. So all of that crazy news and everything, check out episode 44. I break it all down extensively right there. All right. But that's not what I'm doing this week, or should I say this episode, because episode 45 was Wednesday. Today is Friday. So what are we doing today? Today, we have Prospect Alert. Prospect Alert is where we go ahead and show love to up-and-coming prospects who have the skills and the talent, but might not be household names just yet. So this week, I want to go ahead and highlight this Floyd Mayweather Promotions powerhouse at lightweight. 
With devastating power in both hands, the Las Vegas-born Cuban with a record of 6-0 and 5 KOs, this 23-year-old hails from Las Vegas, Nevada, Rolando Roli Romero. Boom! So, check it out. Roly, who's known by his buddies as Roly, um, burst onto the boxing scene in 2016 is when he made his pro debut. He really didn't have that much of an amateur career. Um, a lot of people, especially people that are this skillful, have an extensive amateur career. I'm talking about 50 plus fights. Roly honestly didn't even bless even 20 fights. Short amateur career, but he knew exactly what he wanted in fact Rowley was looking to turn pro he walked into Mayweather's boxing club and challenged anybody who was willing to get in the ring with him and he kept on knocking out sparring partners man so for those of us who do not know the reputation of Floyd Mayweather's Mayweather boxing club they say sparring time and sparring day is an absolute doghouse. These guys are going at it. People are out there trying to knock each other's face off, especially if you're a new dude. So the fact that Roly, being the new guy, walked into Mayweather Boxing Club and started knocking dudes out. And after a couple of weeks, weeks of beating dudes up and finishing sparring partners, Floyd Mayweather finally took notice and offered Roley a contract with Mayweather Promotions. That's incredible. The fact that he went in there with some of the top flight fighters in the world and did work to the fact that arguably the greatest fighter of all time, or should I say boxer of all time, noticed and gave him a contract says so much and it says a lot about Roley himself man so salute to Floyd and Roley for going out there and actually going for what he actually wanted so check out Roley's skill set Roley's a vicious body puncher with power in both hands he has a puncher's mentality so he's going out there to finish his opponents in fact under his own admission he is a knockout puncher. But with that being said, Roley never compromises his defense. He's super, super well-schooled. It actually, it's really impressive if you look at it that somebody that's that devastating and somebody that has that much power and knows they have that much power is patient. And methodical with his movements. So that he can actually take advantage of his opponent. He scored way beyond his years. And I'm talking about a dude that only has what? Seven fights? Nobody's calling his kid out man. Uh, Roley is an absolute beast. Um, Roley is mentored by his pops. His dad was an amateur cuban standout straight from cuba he, he defected and he came here but he was a standout in fact he is such a talent in his own right they have videos of his pops knocking out sparring partners too so as we could all see not only does roley have that athletic ability and prowess so does his family in fact 
that athletic ability trickles all the way down to his sister. So a little background about Roly. He didn't actually start boxing until he was almost 18 years old. That's unheard of for any type of high, high caliber prospect is, and in boxing that is. Most boxers start going after it and start getting it at 10, 12 years old. Roly was 17. What did he do before that? Buddy's a judo black belt. And if you look at his style and look at his just physique, he's a physically imposing kid. He's stout, he's stocky, he's heavily built, he's muscular. All of his power and explosion is from his lower half. And if you think about his explosion and as quickly as he explodes in and out, that's straight from his judo background. Now, remember what I was talking about his family? His little sister is also a judo standout. How good is she? Well, she's good enough to have defeated Ronda Rousey's kid sister twice already. And Ronda Rousey's little sister's a beast in judo as well, just like Ronda was. So just to let you know, this entire family are savages, man. So, uh, Roly again, like I said, he's mentored by his father. He's trained by a Cuban standout trainer as well. So he's trained in that Cuban style. And in fact, check this out. The first time I actually even noticed Roly is because he actually talks a good game. It was even before I realized he knocks people out. He talks a good game. I heard him talking about fellow fight podcast prospect alert, Ryan Garcia. Ryan Garcia was talking trash and I noticed Roly talking trash back. I was like, who is this kid? Then I went ahead and I watched your sparring sessions. Yo, Roly did work. And for those of us who don't know, Ryan Garcia, top quality prospect. He's um, he's actually promoted by Oscar De La Hoya and Golden Boy Promotion. So another very highly touted prospect out there. So really quick, um, not only is he... Roly, should I say, mentored by his father, who was a praised Cuban amateur. He was also supported by world champion and legendary trainer Ishmael Salas, who is actually his head trainer. So, um, oh, and he also has the other trainer who was another high quality standout trainer is Bullet Gordon. So he has a huge, huge, huge level of success and team around him that's behind his actual success. So that is why I truly believe that Roly is going to be a standout. And we're going to go ahead and continue hearing about this kid in the near future. Look, he only has seven fights. But this dude has all the skills and all the charisma to start being a star in this sport. So, with that being said, salute to episode 45's prospect alert, Rolando Roli Romero. Remember, he's 7-0, he's with Mayweather Promotions, and he is 
what we want to see in boxing. Somebody who is aggressive, who's smart, who's highly skilled, and can actually talk and back it up. So salute to Roly Romero. I cannot wait to continue watching this dude. Check this dude out when you get a chance. Some of his sparring footage is legendary. Check him out on IG as well as YouTube. Um, Really quick, let's answer some questions this week from you guys on Your Turn to Talk. Okay, first question um, from at Aaron P. All right, Aaron P., with all of his health issues, should Luke Rockhold go to 205? All right. I mean, that's a good question. Now, Luke Rockhold was already, before his health issues, scheduled to compete against... He was scheduled to compete against, um, actually, Alexander Gustafson, who is currently fighting for the 205-pound title. So, yeah, I already believe that Rockhold should be at 205. Unfortunately, he was injured. I really did want to see the rematch between him and Chris Weidman. But let's be honest, man. What more really is there to prove at 185 pounds for Luke Rockhold? Yes, he can be a two-time champion, which would be fantastic. But that 185-pound division is starting to grow, and there is not a lot of talent right now at... 205 pounds there's nothing really going so somebody with the star power of a Luke Rockhold is exactly who I would actually want to see um where I would actually want to see him so yeah I feel you 205 not granted he's been injured a lot and I don't know if you guys had an opportunity and I, I broke it down before but he has had so many health issues he has currently a, a cut on his shin that was infected he has a, a partially torn MCL. He has like back issues. Yo, he's going through a thing right now. So let's just hope Luke Rockhold actually stays healthy and he is back in the near future. So salute to Luke Rockhold. Hope he comes back sooner than later. All right, next question. At Mansupa32 asks, do you think Khabib versus GSP will happen? man um okay would i like to see it happen 100 yeah of course i think it would be an interesting style matchup and george st pierre is actually walking around much lighter than he used to all accounts are saying that he's actually walking around closer to about 180 to 185 pounds as opposed to about a buck 90 to 200 where he used to walk around so people are saying, man, he's a lot lighter. Maybe he's willing to make that cut to 155 pounds so that not only could he be the 185-pound champ, the 175-pound champ, or the 170-pound champ, he can also possibly be a three-time champion. Now, I don't believe that he will actually fight at 155 pounds. What I do think will happen, and I think it will be more of an opportunity to get George St. Pierre out because not saying that Khabib isn't worth his time, but it's two guys who really don't talk. And I don't think that excites George St. Pierre. Now, 165 pound weight class 
where George St. Pierre is able to fight a Ben Askren. Now that I think is more realistic at this point in time than Khabib versus GSP. So look, that's just my humble opinion, but hey, we, we, we only time would tell and we know how this sport works. MMA, there's so many ebbs and flows. Who knows at the end of the day what's gonna, going to end up happening, but as soon as we find out, I'll let you guys know. Best believe it. <laughs> All right, uh, next up. At YT Fitz asks, <laughs> all right, who won the fight between Rajon Rondo versus Chris Paul? <laughs> if you guys didn't get a chance to check it out uh, earlier this week, the Lakers were playing Houston Rockets. Rajon Rondo spits in Chris Paul's face. Chris Paul mushes Rajon Rondo. Rajon Rondo throws a jab. And uh, and it looks as if Chris Paul went ahead and threw, you know, a couple hooks like a, a right hook and a left hook to finish it up. Um, who won the fight? Man, nobody really won the fight. Who won the most substantial blows? Most people would say Rondo landed the harder shot. But look at the tape again, man. I'm telling you that right hook. That landed, that Chris Paul landed right before LeBron pulled him away might have been the hardest punch of the exchange. So I'm going with Chris Paul, whatever. And I can't cheer for somebody who spit on a grown man, man. Forget that. All right. uh, Last question I have time for is from at Sugarman. At Sugarman asks, do belts even matter in the UFC? Man, I would like to think so. But let's be honest. Okay, so look, they matter in terms of financial gain and power within the organization to an extent. But as we see with people like Tyron Woodley, Demetrius Johnson, if the UFC doesn't mess with you, it doesn't matter if you're a champion or not. Now, the way they hand out interim belts at this point in time would make me believe that, no, belts really aren't that important. Especially because Dana White seems to consistently be resistant in actually starting a 165-pound weight class, which would add another belt, which would add another champion, which in turn sells more pay-per-views. So to me, yeah, I believe that belts should matter. But in terms of the UFC, mm, what matters more to the UFC more than belts is your following and if you have the ability to sell a fight. So just, just put that out there. That's really what's important to the UFC, selling a fight. And that's why I believe Ben Askren is going to do such a good job in the UFC. That dude can sell a fight. Think about it. He hasn't even officially signed with the UFC and he's already calling out all the top welterweights. He's called out Jorge Masvidal, who's one of my favorites. He's called out Colby Covington. He's called out Darren Till. He's trying to make noise, man, and that is what the UFC needs. So 
What's more important at this point in time, selling tickets or holding a belt? I I can actually argue, I think it's more important to actually have a name and sell tickets more than it is to have a belt. So, hey, I hope that answers your question in a, a roundabout way. Boom. All right, good people. This is Serge Vicente. Thank you so much for joining me today on episode 45 of the Fight Podcast. Make sure to check out Roly Romero, the Mayweather promoted future star. And thank you to everyone who has participated and continues to participate in your turn to talk right here on the Fight Podcast. The Fight Podcast is brought to you each and every week by Sage Eats. Sage Eats offers healthy meal prep and fitness mentoring. Sign up for Sage Eats at sageeatschicago.com. Apply promo code FIGHT for 20% off of the first three months. Remember to follow the Fight Podcast on all social media platforms at the fight podcast and follow me at serge vicente support the show by checking me out on the website thefightpodcast.com thank you once again for joining me on the fight podcast um there's a great fight weekend if you haven't already yes it happened this friday but check out one championship it's on youtube as well as their one championship app Great, great, great fights. Um, their uh, middleweight and um, and uh, light heavyweight champion retained his belt. Please go ahead and check that out. It was an incredible event. It's really, really cool to see how well produced and the production value of that show is. I can't wait till they finally come to the states. Also, UFC Fight Night is in Canada this uh, Saturday. That is headlined by Volkan Ovesnemir against Anthony. Smith should be a great fight. I will be breaking both of those cards down this weekend. Also, I believe Danny Jacobs is competing this weekend on Dazzin. If you haven't been able to check that out, please check out Danny Jacobs. He is one of the best at 160 pounds in boxing. With all that being said, thank you guys once again. I am Serge Vicente, and I will see you next time right here on The Fight podcast. Peace out.